The Brian Golf Show is back, presented by Pinned Golf, the new Ace Range Finder. If you haven't uh, checked the Ace, maybe you've seen it online. Maybe uh, you know on one of my posts. I know Coach Rusty, who's part of the Pinned Fam, was uh, posting about his Ace, and then you got the Barstool guys. I know uh, who was it? Was it Trent was posting about it? Um, so look, a lot of guys have the Ace Range Finder from Pinned, which is normally would be like a three hundred dollar Range Finder, but you can uh, save actually at PinnedGolf.com on yours. They're two hundred dollars on sale right now, but you can save an additional twenty five dollars if you use the code Brian Golf. One of my favorite things is the fact that I've really I've never charged either my blackjack, and I don't really believe I'll uh, charge this ace because it lasts a USB charge last like 50 rounds or something along those lines. So with that being said, like, I don't feel like I'm ever going to have to charge this bad boy, but it comes with the cord. You can charge it just like you do your phone, all of that. Of course, it's got pin locked vibration. So when you hit the pin, it's like, you know, lets you know that's where it's at. Super accurate. Now I said this on one of my posts when I was uh, playing a little bit of golf, because I've played some golf since we last potted. It was um, just talking to the pin to boys. They said, look, I like the ace, feels better. I like that the slope is there and it's on the outside. So, you know, I can click it and I know, you know, nobody thinks I'm cheating or whatnot. Um, but then you go, the uh, speed of it, all right? It's like one, two, boom. Whereas the blackjack was like, boom. It was like one boom. Hey, but boom. But the problem is, you know, or not the problem, thing is with the ace, a little bit of more secure accuracy, I would say. I feel a little more secure about the accuracy because when it hits the pin or whenever it hits a target, it's on. It doesn't like toggle through different numbers. It's, it's This is the number. So definitely make sure and get you an ace range finder, pinnedgolf.com. Get yours for 175. We're going to use the promo code Brian Golf. That's Brian with a Y. On this Brian Golf show, just a quick recap of where we've been and where we're going. Um, I've been talking about the what's in the bag, okay? I've been talking about that a lot. When is it coming? It has taken me this long, much like uh, a lot of you. Uh, the the last pod we were talking about uh, turnaround times being a little bit slower and whatnot. So it's like, hey, I had to wait for my stuff too. So I'm just now kind of getting into what is going to be officially in the bag. So here in uh, let's see, one not this weekend, but the next weekend I'll be in Tallahassee. We'll be uh, doing a little bit of the uh, the what's in the bag footage. I'll get some footage on it, make a video, and that'll be uh, primarily what I'm gaming. I mean, the only thing I'm really searching for here is putter, and we're going to get into that because uh, that's that's very unique. And I can only say so much about this very unique proprietary putter line coming out from a company. That's all I can say right now. That I mean, it's almost like an accident like an accidental what's in the bag from the get-go. Like, I didn't mean for this to happen. I wasn't planning on it. I was messing around with my spider. I was messing around with this bed nardy. I got my sick putter. You know, I putted with some weird things in the past, like Seymour putter, lab putter. And these are definitely what I got coming um, that might end up in the bag. Is definitely some of the weirdest looking and uh, most unique as far as their build and their construction putters that I've ever, ever seen, ever touched. But I'm really pumped to talk to you about it, and I can't wait to do that. So we'll have a video for that, and um, maybe you might be seeing one of those popping in my bag. I've got an arm lock model that I'm messing with. I've got this uh, this conventional one that I'm messing with. It's like a face balance putter. Finding myself, maybe I needed to be in face balance. And I, I think if I went and I actually ran myself through a fitting, it'd probably be like, yeah, Brian, you probably need face balance. 
I've just fought it for so long. But I'm going to try this one. And then I, I think I've got one coming like this face balance in an arm lock. So we, we shall see how that goes. I'm, I'm just kind of, I don't know. I'm waiting to see what happens with the putters. But uh, the what's in the bag video is uh, definitely coming because I've got my driver set. My three wood is set. My hybrid is set. My new irons are set. My wedge is 100% set. In fact, I have a new favorite club in the bag. I'm trying to think of what my favorite club in the bag was before. I really loved my driver. But man, I've got a new favorite club. I've uh, posted about it, but I haven't specifically called it out as my favorite club. So I'll let your imagination go wild. But um, that's, all, that's all coming. So I, uh, I put those Apex Pros. I can go ahead and talk about that in the bag. Went and played a U.S. Open qualifier. It was my, I played nine holes with these irons and then hit some balls in the bay and said, screw it, let's just put them in the bag. Let's go do a U.S. Open qualifier and see how it goes. And I definitely did not. Um, it's funny. In this U.S. Open qualifier, when I hit good iron shots, I kind of wasn't rewarded because I just kind of maybe misclubbed or something along those lines. And then when I hit bad iron shots, it was like, I actually think that was so me, so bad. I was uh, just coming into the ball, weirdly open club face was just, it don't matter what my path was, I had an open club face. So I could have came in neutral, I could have came a little in and out, I could have came out the end, doesn't matter. Club face was open with my irons almost the entire time. And so uh, I really, I really struggled, ended up, um, you know, I'll say uh, course management cost me a big, big, big one when I made an eight on a uh, easy, easy par four that if I would have just hit a three wood or a hybrid and had, you know, like a eight iron in or something. Instead, I thought, well, let me just bang driver, right? It's fine. And then the next thing I you know, I went straight and there turns out there's a water straight. So I misjudged that one. And uh, that cost me big. So I ended up shooting an 82 in a U.S. Open qualifier after uh, a, a shaky par birdie start. Just pure, pure my approach shot into this par four. My third hole flies the green. I'm like, well, fuck, make a bogey. Make bogey on the next hole from, from short just because, you know, I'm missing, missing putt. I'm three putting. I'm Mr. Three Putt. What's up? And then uh, get to a par five, bomb one. Like, I think Arcos had it pegged at 328, had a six iron into a par five, three putted that. You know, it's just like the stupid thing. Like, what are we doing here? Of course you're going to putt like that, shoot 82. But it, it felt more like a uh, 73 or 74. You know, like that's what I felt like I shot. And 70 was playoff to get, you know, onto sectionals. But it was intriguing. It's weird to shoot 82 and go, um, yeah, like I, I, I need to fix this and I need to fix that. I'm right there. Right. It's, it's really just the putting is so bad. My wedge play for whatever reason, wasn't too good. I, I just kept chunking all my wedges, maybe chalk it up to nerves. The uh, golf course plantation Bay. I never had a bad lie. Amazing golf course. And, uh, had a really good time actually played with, uh, no laying up. So, uh, Chris Solomon, Sully from no laying up. I played with him and then, um, he had DJ filming Neil on the bag. So it was a really cool day. Like it was fun just knowing, you know, you got some guys that are, uh, they're there to enjoy the game and catch lightning in a bottle as well. And, uh, I think he ended up shooting a few strokes better than me. He, he didn't make an eight on uh, his 16th hole. So that's, that's clutch, right? That's a big one. Um, 
but it's tough. It is just fun, though, discussing the pressures of tournament golf and a U.S. Open qualifier and all that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride them till, uh, till I get completely bucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, until I just do something. You know, if you talk to Mel, she'd be like, well, you're not even close. Like, what are you even doing? Like, this is stupid. Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your energy. Stop wasting your money going and playing these qualifiers. Like, you suck. That's, that's exactly how my wife would, uh, would talk. But been there, done that. Trying to get to, uh, trying to get the Florida Amateur, that's uh, two weeks, less than two weeks from now. I'll have uh, my buddy Nick Matthew on the bag again. He, he did it, U.S. Open qualifier. It'd be, it'd be cool to actually hear his thoughts because I'm going to give myself like tournament grades on certain sections of the bag, okay? And uh, these are almost true for the entire year, actually. That's what's, that's what's funny about it, I, I guess I could say, is like they'd pre- be pretty accurate throughout the entire year how um, I've been playing in tournaments thus far, minus one round where I putted good. I only played two rounds with that putter, took it out of the bag after putting good. And that was actually my sick uh, arm lock that is uh, a demo. It's a demo. Like, I had to screw the head and everything. Like, I had a a freaking wrench with me, you know, just in case it came loose during competition. Uh, You know, I had to tighten my my putter. So, um, wow, it's tournament season, right? So many players are doing this. Um, You know, PJ Tour season is, like, in the swing of things. You got Rory winning the Wells Fargo. So amazing. Put them irons back in the bag, the old Roars Protos. And next thing you know, the dude wins. And uh, I, I had a stat or I saw a stat that I posted about where he was 52 out of 52 inside of uh, six feet on the greens. 52 out of 52. I would, I would shoot eight to 10 strokes better around if I was putting automatic inside 10 feet. It's just unbelievable. So, um, we know it. So Florida amateurs next. And here, here's the quick plan. I'm going to play in the Florida amateur qualifier at Seminole legacy. Probably not a lot of spots at that one. Maybe a couple, three or four, maybe if I'm lucky, um, you know, put up a good number, love the golf course. It's where Florida state plays. They're actually playing regionals. I think right now, men and women playing right there at Seminole legacy. The course is probably going to be as sweet as it gets. I know they got like a member member the weekend before. So it's going to be in great, great shape. When I played it, I was pumped about the golf course layout-wise. Condition was just – it was just okay. It wasn't um, anything that anyone there was, was necessarily proud of. Plus, the conditions were terrible. It was cold and rainy and, you know, windy, whatever. But I'm pumped for that. Hopefully, we get the stream song blue and red. That's where the uh, Florida Amateur's at. I just absolutely want to be a part of that. And um, if I don't make – I'm not trying to be negative, but I'm, I'm planning a schedule here. If I don't make – the Florida Amateur, I'm going to go do Florida Open qualifying. And then that would be in July, three-day tournament. Now, that's pros and amateurs. But, you know, hey, play well, you get in. It's The qualifier doesn't care who you are. As long as your handicap's X amount or better, you can uh, try and qualify. You're good to roll. We can do it. I know that for a fact. So um, I might do that. And um, then after that, we got Forest Dunes, Battle at the Loop. We, we don't like have spots, but if you're interested in playing, we can, we can get you in. We can work you in. Um, they're two man teams, Forest Dunes, the loop. You got two rounds on the loop. So one way black, one way, uh, red, and then two rounds on Forest Dunes. And then there's a bunch of other stuff. Like Forest Dunes is just such an amazing place. You definitely need to, uh, be there. The info's at steesandtees.com. 
if you want to look into that. But as far as uh, Florida Amateur, um, I got to get the putter down. So if we're like grading, if I'm selfishly taking this podcast, because it is my podcast, and I'm grading myself, and let's see how you can kind of relate it to your own experience. Let's converse about it on Instagram, you know, as much as we can. And see if we can't, um, you know, be there for each other, help each other out a little bit. You know, I always love talking tournament, um, tournament grind with players. But um, let's start with my driving. Probably a B. You know, I lost a shot um, off the tee with a driver when I was, I think, one over. I lost a shot with a driver going into my eighth hole. Made double. That sucked, obviously but it wasn't a bad shot. It's like, I, you know, I thought the ball would curve a little left to right, and instead it just went straight down its line, and I caught the corner of the pond, and there's just nothing. What am I supposed to do, <laughs> right? Like, what am I supposed to do? Um, something I learned. I will take that. Um, I made double on that, you know, and then I made a double with a three-wood through the trees, and then I told you about the quad I made with the driver that went through. So if we're looking at one thing, I could say my driving cost me eight shots, but it didn't. It was my course management. This is, this is where you need to listen um, because this is where you got to think about it. I didn't, my three wood was just hit right on a hole. I made a birdie on my 10th hole to get back to two over. And then I shoved this ball on my 11th hole dead right. Because I was just, for whatever reason, scared of left. And I had no reason to be scared of left. My ball just doesn't really move that left. At least it wasn't that day. Uh, I played nine the other day. And for whatever reason, my driver was going left. But working on something in the swing. Um, so maybe that's, you know, brought that into play. But my whole point is I, I chipped out, gave myself a weird downhill lie. And next thing I know, I make double because I, you know, Bad wedge shot, three putt, boom, six, double. Okay, so on the other hole that I doubled, um, you know, the water hazard, that was, I just, I didn't even have to hit driver. I could hit three wood, poked it out there, you know, right, honestly, my three wood never did anything unpredictable anytime I hit it. So I'm not quite sure why I didn't do three wood there, but I saw my playing partners take driver and I just thought, all right, that's the play for me. I need to play my own game, thousand percent, play my own game. Play your own game, friends. Unless somebody's game is, uh, you know, you're super dependent on that person's game that maybe played their game. But, you know, in my situation, I just need to play my own game. Made a double there. The quad, I didn't miss the drive. It's just like the one I hit in the water. I just, it went dead straight. No cut. And the fairway ran out. And um, I could have hit three wood. I could have hit three hybrid. I could have hit whatever the fuck I wanted off the tee on these holes. That's eight shots. There's 74. That's why I felt like I shot, I played like I shot 73 or 74. I didn't putt good enough to shoot 69, but I didn't, I didn't ball strike it bad enough to shoot 82. I just made three big mistakes and they compounded, you know, um, next shot I hit into the bunker, fried egg. Next shot goes way over the way over the uh, green. Now I'm like 70 yards away, and when I was greenside, now I'm 70 yards away because I went all the way down a hill. I'm on a cart path, like a rock cart path. Chunk it, get the ball up, you know, get it on. What two putt? I made a two putt eight or something like that. Maybe a three putt eight for all I know. Um, and so I think it was a two putt eight. It's just terrible. Okay, so then followed it up with a birdie on the next. So hey, 
you know, bounce back stats are great. Super great. But driving, I'm going to give a B. Iron play, definitely a C minus. Um, I could have, I could have done better. I had a couple good shots, led to birdies. Um, had a couple bad shots, lead to pars. Had a couple bad shots, lead to bogeys, obviously, um, or worse. But really, I don't, I don't put too much blame or strain on my iron, especially because the past couple rounds I've played since then, I've, I've corrected that shit, so it's pretty good. Uh, I've done that in the fitting bay, just with um, the hitting bay, not the fitting bay, nothing to do with fitting. Just working on my move, working on my pivot a little bit. I was getting a little steep, just shallowing out a little bit. So irons, unfortunately, are going to be like a C minus. Wedges, gosh, if it's a full wedge, I was fine. Give them, give my wedges full wedge a B plus. I'm going to give my uh, 60, 70 yards and in shots. That's like a massive D. I just wasn't hitting the back of the ball. It was unfortunate. That cost me a couple shots, or it cost me um, opportunities to score or save myself. So, because I'm very comfortable normally in that yardage, and I just, I don't know. But I didn't really have that, that shot too well on the, on the range. And then, um, gosh, we're going to go to, I mean, short game. You put that in with a wedge, a short game. It's probably like a D. It's just a D. It's just average. Had a couple good chips, lead to a good score, a couple good saves. But it was rough as far as that goes. I just can't get over my 60, 70 yard and in shots. Putting F. F minus, whatever, if, if this F starts at 60%, I was like 30%. I had 38 putts, 36 or 38 putts. Forgot what Arcos said, because uh, I went back and kind of retroactively did all my, all my stats. I have, I have one of those memories, you have this when you play around a golf, I know everything, I know the yardage, I know absolutely everything that I would have from there. But uh, let's see, when I go in, yes, I know, I was 10 over. Um, let's see if I can get my stats here on the putting. It was sad. I'll just tell you that much. Let's go to, here we go. Stats. And I had, I was minus 7.7 strokes gained. That's just terrible. And I had 36 total putts. I need to keep that at least around 30. 27 to 32. 32 on the worst day. Please. And let's hope to God I hit a lot of greens. So I'm, uh, I'm going to grind on the putting. Told you about uh, new putter coming. New putter's coming. I can't talk about him for a couple weeks. Um, maybe a week, week and a half. I'm excited to uh, show you these, though, because they're pretty gnarly. If you like cars, you might like these. Some car shapes going on. I like what we have there. But, um, man, putting is so bad. So that's what we got to fix for uh, Seminole Legacy. So a wide course. You don't want to uh, necessarily hit it out of play the closer you are to the fairway or the uh, less intrusive, you know, route you have to the green at this golf course. You're better served because you can't just spray it, even though there's no hazards or anything anywhere. But you can't just spray it because the greens are tricky, they're hard, and they're difficult. I'm glad I played the course beforehand because I would have failed much like I did in Plantation Bay. Uh, I'm, I might have cost myself a couple strokes or saved myself a couple strokes by playing that course, but I got some good notes on it. Um, you know, Sully from Nulling Up shared them, so I was able to, you know, pick his notes, and he, he did a damn good job. I understand why he's successful at what he does because he's just super, I don't know, calculated, anal, 
thorough, if you will, when he was taking his notes. So I was pretty impressed by that. Um, I don't know if he's doing Florida Amateur, but I wish him luck on uh, tournaments moving forward because he's got a good game. Um, it'll be fun to see. I think they did some video that'll be up on YouTube that you'll be able to watch his whole round. None of my shots will be in there, but you'll you'll see me with my head down and my head up. <laughs> my head down, thinking about what the, what the fuck did I just do? And then my head up, you know, maybe when we get to the, after that shot. After a shot, I'm, I forget very easily. I'm pretty good about that. I don't, I don't get too upset. Pretty real here. So it's been a good week, though. Been a good week. Um, did some vacationing with the family. Busy at the shop. Lots of Ventus. If you're looking for Fujikura Ventus, lots of that, okay? I bought a bunch, so we're going to sell a bunch, and I'm going through those. So if you're looking for anything in particular, um, a lot of hazardous RDX smoke blue as well. Just came in, and a few blacks. I know the stiffs were on back order. we got a little bit of that going on at the uh, shop, keeping us busy. This is stupid, but we just got an extra drying rack, and it holds like 40 golf clubs. So now I'm able to do like five, six sets at a time. Whereas before I was only able to do a couple in a, in a day. Now I can do five or six in a day. So uh, pretty awesome. Good change uh, here at the shop. So those turnaround times are uh, bumping up a little bit. You know, on, on my end, obviously the industry, I can't, I can't help you there. The industry is the industry. But um, if you're looking for anything, please let us know. Now's a good time. We've got a lot of heads in stock, a lot of uh, TaylorMade Callaway titles, drivers in stock. Um, some P770s in stock. We're just getting those floating in. Um, some Sim 2 Max and Max OS in stock just because those are all those irons are so popular. We just have a, a ton of those. So um, holler at me if you're looking for anything. The next time you're going to talk to me, maybe I'll have my uh, buddy Nick Matthew on the uh, pod. He's a Squatch Golf. Maybe I can bring him on. He's probably listening to this. Uh, Nick, if you're listening, let's uh, remind me to, um, to talk and let's do like a little caddy to player conversation evaluation uh heading into florida amateur and uh that'll be a, that'll actually be a really fun fun pod and then we'll do a q a on the way to tallahassee that next sunday we'll do a q a and then uh, maybe i can turn it into a podcast so that'll be fun but fresh off vacation took a little two-day mothers of vacation so uh happy mother's day to all the mothers in your life if you're a mother happy mother's day to you and happy mother's day to the uh, wife we just celebrated in orlando a little bit it was nice. It's always nice getting to see my wife in a bikini. And uh, most times, like, I, I get to help her choose which one. And sometimes I just tell her, like, no, not that one. No, 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 not that one. Just get that one. Just so she, you know, so she takes it off and puts it back, puts another one back on. It's, I'm married. Sometimes it's the best I got. So thanks so much for listening to the Brian Golf Show presented by Pin Golf. As always, holler at me on Instagram at Brian Golf or Brian Golf LLC at gmail.com. You can uh, always holler with your custom club fitting questions. If you want to talk some tournament golf, what you're working on and all that and how it can relate to, to uh, you know, some of the things I said. If you got any questions, you know, on my own that uh, can relate to you about my own game that can relate to you, please feel free. I enjoyed so much. Uh, always appreciative of you taking the time to listen to me rant a little bit and uh, talk golf.